You're listening to the Haley on the Daily podcast. I'm Haley, but you already knew that. And I'm Valeria, and this is the podcast where every week there's a new trend and the laughs never end. (laughs) This week on the pod, we're talking about the BBBs. It's the bucket list, the bodies, and the bad bitches only. So if you're one of those, please listen to this episode because you're going to enjoy it. Bad bitches I'm a fucking prop. Yeah, like a fucking got a fucking prop. Love bad. Anyways, welcome to this week's episode. What a beautiful introduction, as always. I mean, if I do say so myself. Um, I do feel like we need to do some spring cleaning right from the jump. Last week you did not get your episode, and we are truly sorry about that. If we're being honest, it was a blessing in disguise. Truly. And it's because we had technical difficulties where it sounded like an e- like a like a demon was echoing in the background the entire time. <laughs> we don't know why that happened, but we're thankful that that happened. And then also, we would have absolutely been canceled, y'all. So we're back. We reeled it in. We did, and we regrouped. And I think that we're better because of it. So we're sorry that you didn't get last week's episode. Um, it most likely won't happen again. But like we said before, it was a blessing in disguise. So I guess that was my apology for this week. This was Hey Hey's very first apology on the podcast. Yeah. Never been prouder. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, it's good to be back. We're refreshed. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had to take that one on the chin. I think so. We both ended the podcast and said, trash it. And then listened back, and it sounded like trash. So we're like, wait, like, our spirit guides are telling us something. Yeah. I think there was just a vibe of chaos, disorganization, tiredness, and just weirdness all around. It was strange, though, because it... It sounded like we never had these kind of technical difficulties, and it really did sound horrible. Yeah, it was really funny. I don't know why. It was like... It was like our voices being echoed back to us (laughs) over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, that's neither here nor nor there. Hey, you know Nair is that stuff you use to get rid of your body hair? This episode is sponsored by Nair. Do you hate hair? Yes. Try some Nair. Okay. Moving on. Um, so, hey, hey, what is your song of the week? My song of the week, y'all, I've been bumping and grinding, and I'm all about the bass this week, so I feel like I, so I didn't, I was, like, split, like, on what I should play, but um, Blair's like, what song have you just been listening to nonstop? And so this is that song. It's called Roscoe's from Zay HD and CEO. Um, here it is. Um, if you want to really bump in your car, this is the song. I just need my space right now. I'm gonna get it quick. You gonna do the wrong thing. I'm gonna try to see, see, you're such a hoaxer. Keep throwing around me like a monster. Talk deep in a pussy like a monster. Yeah, we got money, but we don't show it. Do the G's. I love when my school cap. I'm in a ride, LeBron in a Maybach. It's hard to get friends. We don't do the rainbow. Mama don't want me to fence on it. Oh shit, my mom. 
Okay, so that's a song that I've been bumping. Um, I'm that's just funny really... to like picture you rolling in your car to that. Dude, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And, that it, is and, a and, bass like, bumping. Yeah, this podcast isn't doing it justice. So like, go log into your Spotify, look up the look at our playlist, the Haley on, on the Daily playlist, and like bump. That could be a good workout song. It's it's really good. I really enjoy it. It's all about that bass, baby. Love it, love it. I feel like it's a different like tone than we've, what we've showed, been doing, yeah, yeah, which I like. Um, my song of the week is called "Yearnin" by Seven Streeter. Ooh, let me just go ahead and get into it. God, I love, I love. You everything. love Seven? Yeah, she's cool. That's not a bump. I mean, we we bumping. I mean, we said we both bumping this at the week. beginning of the episode. We said what body positivity, right. bad bitches, right, right, and right, list. right. So I right. feel like those both like that goes in with the bees. Yeah, bees in the trap. Bee, bee. in the trap. What do we call Nicki Minaj girls? Music. What? <laughs> that sounded legit. <laughs> um, Maybach music. I swear, one of my bucket list items, not to jump the gun, yeah. is to, like, be a DJ and just, like, have weird-ass, like, freaking beats and, like, We got weird... London on the track. Yeah. We got Hey Hey on the track. Yo, hey, hey. Um, anyways, so one day I'll be hosting a house party. Y'all all invited. Y'all invited, though. Y'all the VIPs. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it here. Uh... Okay, so what are we doing? Okay, so we did our... Uh, that was our song of the week. What did you learn? Do you want to tell the people what you yes, learned? Put them I on want, something. I want to put y'all on. Okay, so this is like... This is where I nerd out. I love... Okay, so like I have a problem with like aging. Like I don't like the idea of aging at all. And like the idea of death is like scary. But like obviously that's like for everyone. But I'm kind of like super fascinated with like the science behind why we age. And like my hero is like David Sinclair. He talks about like supplements and his research and blah, blah, blah. And there is a lot of research starting to come out. Lots of research. So I want to play this little audio for you um, from a podcast that he was on. And it's what I learned this week. But I feel like I could, he says it better than me. So I want to play it. Okay, so this is what I learned. Hold on one second. Let me put in my code. I'm not telling you. Here it is. And what Horvath and others have discovered is that if you read the DNA and you don't just look at the letters ACTG, if you look at what's on the letter C, cytosine is called, there are chemical modifications. And those chemicals change as we get older in very linear and predictable ways. If you use a computer AI, you can say, if I took your blood sample right now, I could read your DNA, look at those chemical groups on the C's, and I could say, you are, okay, 52, you might be 46, according to that clock, um, and also I could predict when you're going to die. Whoa. Isn't that cool? That's terrifying. And then also, like, he talks about, like, that the person 
The person that is going to live to 150 has already been born. I've heard him say that before. That's a wild You know what's funny, though? There's an inside joke that me and Peyton have amongst ourselves that is, she's always like, I don't want you to die. Like, I don't want you to die. And I'm like, don't worry about it, sweetheart, because I'm never going to die. I've always joked that, like. You're going to be immortal? That I think that I'm going to live a super long time. So what if, what if that 150-year-old person is sitting in this room right now? Could you know, be you, could be me. the oldest living person is a woman. Her name's Kane Tanaka, and um, she's 120 years old. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, that's okay. wild to me. <laughs> I said, did you know? And then you, you would say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want a quality of life, though. Not to yeah. say that I'd be unhappy if I was just sitting there. I really there. have a good feeling you're going to live a long time, too. Thank you. I think I live, like, normal old. Uh, also, like, they another thing that I've learned about, uh, like, they've done a lot of research on, like, the rhyme or rhythm, the lifestyle, the this, the that, the whatever. And one of the number one uh, I know what you're going to say. Reasons why people live longer. Mm-hmm. Is if they have a purpose and have a good friend group. Yeah, like so, being social and being social and laughing and being with, around people. And how many ta- people you talk to it on a day to day basis? Yes. Like even like the milkman. Yeah, isn't but, that crazy? I'm like, oh bitch, I'm I'm about to live a long time. I know, right? I'm like, oh, that's a great news. We're both the type of per- people that are like, hey, how's your day going? Hey, <laughs> I like your outfit. I mean, I feel like that's like. Kind of like if you're curious about life, life gives you life. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. Like if you want life out of your life, then you'll have longer life. Right. Um, but whatever. I mean, that's just another thing. So what did you learn? Well, I learned a lot of people don't know this. But. But when talking about fish, if you have a bowl full of only goldfish you say fish but if you have a bowl full of goldfish guppies and tuna you say fishes what you say fishes only if it's a variety of fish who said that that's like that's like uh, literally correct like yeah that's like like that's the correct terminology correct so you can say fish as long as all of the fish are the same fish. Wow. Get out of here. Not sure if you knew that, but now you know. Yeah. Also, too, who is, who's making up these rules? Like, I feel like with language, it's so, like, ever-changing, whatever. It's like, if you can get the message, then, like, the language is working. That's true. I like the way... ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that thought about horoscopes when they say like Jupiter is the lucky planet. And then I'm like, who decided that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like Mars means chaos and turbulence. And you're like, okay, according to who? Like, I mean, I how feel did like you I figure believe, that out? I think like thousands of years of studying it. I don't know. I don't know shit. Yeah. I mean, I think that's technically how it works, right? Like they're. They're saying what when Mars goes into zone X, more fires come about, more accidents happen. That's actually been studied, which is insane. But then how do you decide what's lucky or not? Maybe they're saying like more people hit the lotto, more people won in casinos when like Jupiter came in, something like that. It's so complex. It just makes me, I question everything. That's a good thing. 
Yeah. So. I think, um, but yeah, it's, it's weird to think like who makes up the rules of everything. Kind of like language. Society. Society. Um, did we have anything else we needed to talk about? Are you grateful for anything? No. Yes. Um, I'd be waking up grateful. I feel like I'm grateful for my friend's loyalty, especially you, and grateful that no. you, like, um, Larry, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, uh, I'm thankful that you stick to your guns and, like, care and defend and, um, ride. You're a baddie. If I ain't riding, I ain't dying. That's what I'm saying. We ain't ever dying because we and we, social. So that means we always riding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful for you. I'm very loyal to those I care about. Um, anyways, I appreciate that. You little cheese ball, you. <laughs> okay. Um, I am grateful for... Man, I've been... It's been like a really intense political week that we've all had to endure. And right. I'm... Just, like, the whole Ukraine, Ukraine thing, yeah. war, violence, it's, like... Yeah. I just feel lucky because I, I, I feel like we don't get to choose really where you're born or, like, where your parents take you and, like, where you start building a life, you know what I mean? And then someone else decides what happens in the land that you're at, you know what I mean? Literally, they have no control over that. No control. So, I just feel grateful grateful that like i have a basic sense of like safety and my life has ultimately been undisturbed you know what i mean like not there's people who like don't get to say that like america's never had like war on their soil yeah i really weirdly think it's going to happen in our life i feel like too what's crazy to think about is that America is its own thing, right? Like, we have the coast, so it's just, like, oceans on both sides, and then we have Canada and Mexico. Yeah. And in a way, that kind of makes it harder to try to do something like what's going on over there. Yeah. Obviously, I'm an idiot when it comes to these things. Like, I'm not trying to, like, say anything deep about this situation at all. It just makes me kind of look at those countries that are all super close together, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you don't even realize the just that that could happen until Mm -hmm. it happens Mm -hmm. and it makes you think wild thoughts you know it's i have been like beside myself thinking about so sorry so sorry thinking about like families in ukraine and like russian soldiers that don't want to be doing that shit like yeah you know and 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 you the ukrainian people who are basically just defenseless like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, but man, according to yes. the news, they've been putting up There's, a fight. Yes, and more Russians have died than Ukrainians, which yeah. is really wild. But we are not a political podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, we are not, not the news. All. We know nothing, so please. I please barely know up. anything about this. I'm just sharing my emotions. Yeah, no, I feel like we're coming from an emotional standpoint where it's like, you know, when things like this happen around the world, like all you can do is like look intrinsically as well and like be like, hey, like I am grateful that I live in America. You know, like I am grateful that. I've never had to worry if my, you know, my nieces and nephews school is going to be bombed or my, you know, like I literally had nightmares after like it came, like the news came out. I was having nightmares of like us living here and like hearing bombs in the distance. Yeah. Like, like that, what a horrible experience. Terrifying. I think what I, what I worry about the most, if I had a fear about it is that the nuclear weapons are so volatile. I know. Like, 
they say like six nuclear bombs could wipe out all of us. Six. Yeah. So like, and there's way six, more than six. six. That's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. So Russia, Russia drops a bomb. Okay, knocks out a continent. Mm-hmm. We drop a bomb. Okay, so then China drops a. You know what I mean? Oh so like, that's gosh. three. So we need three more, and we're all gone, y'all. I honestly have. And it's like we created something that can ultimately kill all of us. That's like that's like a roach inventing roach spray. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, what? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make sense. And all I, I, when I even try to think about, okay, what I would, what would I do in that type of situation? Nothing that I've thought about makes any sense at all. And there's nothing that I could do. I think the clearest thought that I can have with that type of situation is be at peace with it. Give Peyton a good long hug, lay in my bed and call it a day. There's like, nothing that I could do that's about the it. Thing, you that's know? the thing about it too. Is like, if a if a nuclear bomb was about to hit right now, you would know it. You're just we're just gonna zap out. Yeah, we're just gonna get and then just die. <laughs> like literally, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, did you watch that movie? Um, Don't look up. No. Where it talked about the asteroid hitting Earth. No. Man. Is it good? Well, it just puts in... The last scene is, like, fucking crazy and deep. Ugh. It's kind of like a similar story. You know, it's, like, impending doom, right? Like, something so large that it cannot be controlled. Right. But I've seen some TikToks basically saying that if that were to happen, America has the technology to, like, see it coming. And they could... They could destroy some incoming, but yeah. there will definitely be one or two that hits. They right. can't stop them all. Right. Um, what if the government, like, fucking knocked on our door right now? Stop talking about this shit. Propaganda. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. But, yeah, that's our... Uh, that's all I have to that's say. That's two morons talking about yeah. war, you know? So... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it is something to be... There's something to be talked about. And, like, I think if we're if we're just going to put, like, something that we do know about, which is what, what we do every podcast, which is, like, show what we're grateful for, we are grateful to live the life that we're living and we are grateful for all the things in our life. And I think that that's what, what makes life like have meaning. Yeah. It gives it meaning. You know what I mean? So maybe that's, you know, and weirdly in times of trouble and hardness, I feel the most unified with like all of your peers and your, yeah. With the world itself, honestly, because I feel like most people are unified in wanting peace. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, okay. not all, but most. Right. Okay, so now we're going to talk about body positivity. Um, and, oh, we should have done, I am woman. I, I know, right? Famous, I am sexy. I'm the man. Uh, my Our sister, third song of the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my sister uh, painted this, like, incredible I loved that. portrait about, like, you know, like a, like a modern woman. And... I was like, this is incredible, Mo. This is, like, so beautiful. This is w- what inspired you. She's like, oh, it's my, it's me. It's my body. And I was like, <laughs> you know? Imagine like, feeling inspired by your own body. Yeah, that's, that's literally ultimate nirvana, I feel like. Honestly. It makes me wonder, when do you think in history did sexualizing women's bodies become, like, the utmost marketing? Uh, I think since the dawn of time. You think since the dawn of time? Yeah, I think it's just the levels of it. <laughs> I learned this past week something else to tack on to this is that 
in the cultures where women wear the less clothes, there is less violent sexual violence towards women. Isn't that insane? Ugh. Like, well, it, it makes yeah. sense if you think about it because, like, in a culture of like modesty, there is a mystery about a woman's naked that you've body. Gotta have. Like, you're creating like yeah, you're like romanticizing it yeah, and like yeah. sexualizing it. 10 times over because you don't get to experience it or see it. Oh, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like binge eating or something. It's like you're restricting yourself. You're restricting yourself. So then you just go fucking crazy for it. Yeah. So it's like, you can't have it. You know, you can't have it. It's constantly hidden from you, even though it's there. So you you like take it and grab it and, you know, and then it's like, if you're just, if, if you're used to seeing a woman's body in all kinds of ways. Yeah. Then it's almost like, okay, I know what that looks like. The curiosity can be had in, in some form of the senses. Yeah. So then it's like less of a surprise mystery box situation. Yeah. So that, that kind of blew my mind a little bit. Definitely. Definitely. I, um, I think I have like, personally speaking, I have like pretty good confidence about my body but I've never had anything that's like too taboo with my body. So I feel like I almost have like body privilege because if I eat a whole bunch and I'm feeling like a little chubby or something, like it's, I can still work it off and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've never been overly skinny or like super skinny. I've never been super fat. Like I've never like had a terrible struggle. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes I have like, yeah, I have a lot of body positivity, but like, I haven't had anything to like, I haven't had real suffering. Yeah. But I think that body positivity is so individual because look at how many people have your quote unquote perfect Perfect body. body. Oh my God. Like American beauty model standard. And those people still have like debilitating hate 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 for themselves. themselves. So I think that really there is no like Oh, I'm just, I just, I have this positivity about my body. I think it's like what you, how you nurture it in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. How you like perceive and, 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 and feed goodness into yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always liked myself. Um, I've had moments, you know, where you're just like, I have moments every week where I'm like, Hey, walrus. And I'm like, Oh, whoopsie. Oh, good. (laughs) She looks like a crock pot again, right before her period, you know? And then like, you're just like, ah, you know, but Overall, 75% of the time, like, my relationship with myself and my body is, like, thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. Thanks for being strong. Thanks for being able. Right. Thanks for, you know, providing me with this, what is it called? Vessel to do all the things that I want to do in life. Yeah. What about for you? Um, I think that I've had a an up and down with my body. Honestly, I... I can't, and I'm not trying to like earn pity points here, but I don't think that I've ever had a super comfortable relationship with my body. And I've only come to terms with that as an adult, like, oh shit, you know, it it was kind of a sneaky thing. Not to say I was like self-loathing or hating, but I think like I, as a young woman suffered like you know, your mother's pressures to look and be a certain way in culture, nothing extreme, but it's like, I'm sure a lot of young women experience their mothers teaching them what their mothers knew about beauty standards at that 
time when you were growing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like kids so so early do kids know about diets. Yes. And like I mean my like when my niece is five. She I knew. was dieting in yeah. elementary school. Right. I was doing the grapefruit diet. Do you know what that is? No. I remember my my parents were su- have always been super into fitness, but they were like very weight oriented and I don't fault them for that. It's what they knew at the time, right. but yeah, I remember being in 3rd grade and like the grapefruit diet is essentially like you eat a grapefruit in the morning and like one glass of water and one piece of toast. It's like, it wasn't actually a terrible diet, but the right. fact that I was trying to do a diet as a kid right. and my parents really... were allowing that is what's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, my parents always like, I was really lucky because being homeschooled and my parents like really cared about like, and kind of growing up on a farm, like they really cared for whatever reason Like, every meal was home-cooked meal. I had no juices. I had no... Like, if you wanted a fun drink, it's, like, milk or water or cranberry juice. When when you're a kid, too, cranberry juice is not the move. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so tart. And every meal was homemade, and my mom would make fresh-baked bread, and, like, everything was just, like... That's cool. Everything was made and, like, kind of, like, with a health-conscious mind. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I feel like I got a bad relationship with food because... It was the same thing about the modesty thing, where it's like I, I can't have it at my home, so like I'm seeking it out with my friends and like it felt like this secret, secret exciting thing. thing. Like I had a happy meal with my friend Jill, and I remember being like, "Holy, you know, you get a toy, you get French fries, you get whatever." Yeah, like, I wasn't I wasn't able to have a lunchable until I was like 12 or something, wow. and I was like holy shit, you know? Or like right. a soda, like I had a soda with my Happy Meal, I had a Sprite, you know? And I was like, holy shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so. We weren't really soda family either. My parents didn't bring soda I remember being in junior high and going over to Caitlin's house and like she had a garage, like fridge full of soda. And I was like, you mean like, like a big yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like going back to like, let's talk about our bodies. But like, I feel like I was never really aware of my body as a kid, mm-hmm. um, but I was at the same time. Like, my parents pushed modesty like crazy, like, I, too much. Mm-hmm. When I think, like, I think about my sisters and myself, like, it, like, messed us all up in different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, you can't wear spaghetti straps. You can't wear this. You've always got to wear, like, shorts over this. Like, you can't wear, you know, whatever. So, um I don't know. I, I think I'm honestly lucky that I don't have any, like, crazy, like, uh, what is it? Like, toxic traits about it. But yeah. I know that my sisters struggle. Like, all of them struggle in different ways because of the way my mom viewed herself, the way... Right. You know what I mean? What was what she thought about herself directly correlates with what you think about yourself. And, like, they all just got different pieces of it. Um, but I do feel like I kind of got away with it mostly scot-free. But what about for you? I would say the same. And also, I think that culture has a lot to do with it yeah. because you grew up in, like, all-American culture mm-hmm. in Texas. And I grew up in Latin culture. Yeah. Even though, like, we moved to America. You still were very immersed in that. Cause very much. Were. Yeah. And it's interesting to compare the two because I feel like this is probably a false memory to some degree, but I feel like when I think back on my mom and me's relationship as a kid, I feel like a lot of the time she would actually let me do or wear certain things that were a little 
on the risque yeah, side. Yeah, not risque. Yeah. I was a kid, but like maybe leaning the other leaning way, leaning towards like older girl stuff. Yeah. And I always. Um, I, my mom's never going to listen to this, but in the rare case that she does, like, this is not to shame her or anything like that. Like, our parents knew what they knew. I always say that. But yeah. um, she was doing her best, you know? Yeah. But I think, like, my mom was way more affected by <sighs> beauty standards for women and, like, the sexy side. Like, yeah. I tell my friends my mom was the first person to, like, encourage me to wear a thong, and she bought me, like... A thong with like little cartoon frogs on it. Yeah, and that's see, always like, very that's, weird yeah. to think about because she was like, didn't want me to wear something that would show my panty line. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But also like was upset when she found out that I shaved my legs in elementary school and was like, you're you're still a kid. You know, it's like <laughs> right. these two conflicting yeah, see, opinions and views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the same person, from which the is same your mom, person. which right. is your representation of a woman. Right. And so I think like. Um, growing up, I was maybe, I'll, I'll look at my, I wanted to wear like short skirts and these things because I thought that they were like trendy fashion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But also I think my mom was like, yeah, you're cute. You're hot. You're sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like kind of let me, but in other moments she would not like, yeah. she would have her moments of like, yeah, no, you like you're too I remember this. like always being a little girl, like craving being like sexy but not even knowing what sexy meant like right craving like showing my stomach right right or like having you know a spaghetti strap or hat wearing a bra or like I used to always like put make like during the summer we'd have water balloons I'd always put them in my bra and like or I would always not put them in my bra pretend that they were my boobies and like yeah I remember always being like I want to be like the older girls older girls older girls and like still being very innocent but like um my yeah. mom like never showed us any of her body ever yeah like never dressed in front of us we never saw her we would accidentally like walk in on her like in the bath and it would be like get out and like that's totally fine but I think it's because her mother showed her too much right yeah so like it's kind of like a vicious cycle of like what is what should be the standard what is correct like what is the least damaging you know what I mean like yeah I know you've told me before like your mom like always wanted to show you like a representation of a woman's body Mm -hmm. and so you would see her and like I feel like that's like really powerful yeah you know what I mean like my mom was not new shy is like yeah what like super unattainable beauty you know right or it's always like um men portrayed naked on a screen way more than women yeah too um also come to think of it i think that my mom had a weird uh motivation to see me in more like feminine oriented things because i always wanted to be a tomboy oh so she's like here's a little thong yeah yeah. or just like why don't you wear this and i'm like i don't want that i want to look like yeah whatever the guy from boy meets world (laughs) whatever his name is um but not to say that like i identified with being a boy i just think that i was like more of a tomboy you know um but yeah my mom was very like open about her body like she would change in front of us i watched her like get in get in or out of the shower right it wasn't like a taboo weird thing i even i have memories of like seeing my grandmother butt naked you know what i mean yeah um and it was never shocking or weird to me it's not a sexual thing it's not exactly you know it's like 
It's a body. But I was still cripplingly shy about my own body yeah. at times, which is weird to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like... If I'm, like, around my friends, like, I still, like, turn away to change. Like, I'm still, like, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, I would say I'm pretty modest. Mm -hmm. Like, I I mean, at my house, like, I'm, you know, whatever, but... I, I like around say, people around people like I don't really feel super comfortable getting naked in front of like I'll do it if I have to if that's like the thing but like I'd rather not I'd rather yeah. sneak to a bathroom and Same. be like by myself and do isn't my it thing. weird to think about though like what what's, what's the real difference or what's the real problem right. in a way um I've not seen like really any of my friends naked not that I yeah. want to I'm just saying yeah, like yeah, I yeah. just haven't no and some friends like they're just like naked all the time in front of each other. yeah That's some not people a like thing. shower yeah. together like, like it's not a thing at yeah. all yeah and I mean I don't know what what is there's not a right or a wrong to me yeah yeah exactly I I also have a funny memory of like going on vacation with my family as a teenager, like an older teenager, and my mom like walking in on me showering. There was like a glass door, and she was like staring at me, and she's like, "I haven't seen you naked since you were a kid." <laughs> it's weird to think too, like yeah. our parents literally give birth to us, see us naked for like yeah, so, so long. long, and then suddenly you're, they're completely cut off. Yeah, of it. that's probably sad. It's kind of sad. Yeah. I thought I've, I'm not a mother, but I can imagine like what a weird yeah like thing to let go of your child in that way you is, have to yeah you know? we, yeah yeah yeah. it's really interesting because you like created that you know yeah so you're probably like proud of it a little bit and you're like physically connected yes. to like you'll share dna body link yeah you know so i'm sure that's hard it, it gets easier over time i i'm assuming because it's gradual but yeah um yeah i've thought about that like my mom i don't think my mom's ever seen me like just butt ass naked right now as There's a woman. There's a 0% chance my mom has. Yeah. My mom's seen none of us naked. And we'll never see any of us naked, I promise. When I was growing up, my mom... We'd have to be, like, in a terrible accident with all of our clothes cut off. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom being like, make sure that you're wearing good underwear in case an emergency happens. Like, I don't think they care. You know yes. what I mean? Like, you've never heard that? Like, make sure you're going to, like, you're, I don't know. It's kind of, now that I'm saying it out loud, sounds embarrassing. (laughs) Like, some people do think that way. Yeah. I feel like I always get nervous that, like, uh, I'm getting my clothes, going to get my clothes cut off. Like, when I'm on my period, I'm like, this would be terrible. (laughs) Yeah, and then Why is that a fear? Yeah, but then then they've seen everything. Yeah, but, like, that's a terrible fear. Like, I'll think about it sometimes, and when I'm on my period, I'm like, hope I don't get in a car accident, I'm going to have to get my clothes cut off with my period. (laughs) Yeah, and actually, I thought about that. I was telling Haley I've made a change to, like, the cup, and that'd be weird. They'd never know it's in there. Like, they'd have to... do an x-ray, and they're like... Hmm. Seems like a bath plug has been lost. Yeah, like what is that? And yeah. would they? Yeah, I saw a TikTok with someone saying like, if you had a tampon and while you died, like, does the person take it out who's like dealing with oh your body? Oh my god! They said yeah, they do. I just don't want to handle morbid. a dead body. I can barely even like handle myself around like. I, yeah, it would be hard. No, yeah, it would be hard to be like an open casket situation. Oh god, I cry at strangers' funerals. I really do. I've worked funerals before in the past. Like I had an audio engineering job at a church, and they would always call me in to like do. I would sob. You're like, 
It was hard. That is terrible. Yeah. It's so hard. And, you know, like, you know, like, funeral directors are like, Gary was a good guy anyways. He's probably just eating a sandwich over a dead body. One of them was, like, a, I think my first funeral ever that I did was actually horrible because it was um, this young lesbian girl who was literally my age, and she died in a car wreck. And, like, Bro. we had some mutual friends, and it was no terrible. No. Really bad. So, See, yeah, yeah, you have a couple, like, terrible... I have, like, traumatic experiences. Yeah, you have two, two or three traumas that are just, like, eek. But anyway, back yeah, to our body, body positivity. positivity. <laughs> um, What's your if, favorite thing about your body? Uh, <laughs> hey. Probably, um, I don't want to talk about it. I don't know. Your Georgia peach? Uh, I think your eyes. I think, like, um... Your hair? Maybe, like, the fact that I was able to train my biceps. <laughs> I think I have, like, some good muscular growth. She's got insane muscular growth for her biceps. Honestly, it's okay. And it's, it's, also, it's also not, like, you know when, like, certain people work out and they get, like, the, like, the pool float. Oh, God. The pool float uh, muscles. What's that? It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, air in there. Oh. You have actual strength in your biceps. Yeah, I feel like I have some good upper body strength. So, like, and, and honestly, that's tied to just, like, the work that take that it takes to, like, even get to say that, I feel like. Yeah. It took me, like, fucking five years. Yeah. So, um, um, that's that's what I would have to say. Yeah. I think that my mom weirdly traumatized me about, like, my ass because... <laughs> When I was a kid, she'd be like, put this lotion on your, your butt and your legs. You don't want stretch marks and you don't want, you don't God. want, um, what is the other thing? What are the dimples? What do you call yeah, them? Cellulite. Oh my gosh. I'm so hard on myself about cellulite and then so easy on everyone else about cellulite. I'm like, cellulite is like nothing to worry about no. ladies. And then with me, I'm like, look at you. Look at you. Look at, look at your little silly lights in the mirror. You know, <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, why do we not care about when other people yeah. have it, but we're the hardest on ourselves? What about you? What's your, what's like the thing that you're like, this is my, uh, I think I'm pretty proud of my feet. Like my, I have a very good feet. You do like, good shape, good toenails. You good. can make some money off them. I probably could. Um, uh, I like my dimple a lot and, oh, that's cute. Um, I don't know. It's not my boobs. Like, my boobs are, like, fine. Right. Like, I don't care. Um, if I had to pick, like, a muscular group, I would say, like, my back muscles. Like, I'm very strong. <laughs> um, I would say, like, when my eyebrows are done, they're, like, okay. They're very nice. They're pretty good. You have the craziest, coolest eyes, too. You have to say eyes. I mean, I don't know. You're it's kind of boring. It's well, like, if someone goes, like, cool eyes, I'm like, all right. Yeah, so it's, oh, my God. That's, like, it's like <laughs> you want what you don't have, right? It's, like, people that have, like, crystal clear, like, blue, pretty eyes, like, the ocean Like, eyes. blue eyes to me are kind of, um, what do you call them, like, over, there's, like, an overhype to it. Okay, but, okay, fine. Maybe because I have them, but. But you have blue eyes and dark hair. Do you know what that, that's not overhyped. That's rare you're like a holographic pokemon um but anyways that's cool you like that um yeah i like the stuff you like too uh, do you agree with like do you feel like you like anything besides the beauty standard like do you agree with the beauty standard that we feel what is what do you consider the beauty standard in america today i think either 
I think there's two. And I think it's either rail skinny like Kendall Kardashian or Kendall Jenner or curvy thick like slim thick like Kim Kardashian. It's one of those and if you don't hit one of those, if you're medium, if you're regular, if you're, you know, this or that, like you don't you miss That's it. That's what like uh, Hollywood mean, has said as a beauty standard. You know, I get a standard. lot of slack for like being a super Kardashian lover and a lot of their bodies are fake. But the personification of a curvy woman has been the greatest thing that has ever happened to me because I'm a curvy woman. And, like, seeing myself represented is, like, the best. You know? Like, when I was a kid, all I wanted to be is, like, tall and skinny, tall and skinny, tall and skinny, tall and skinny. Right. Guess what? I'm not going to be tall and I'm not going to be real skinny. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, seeing myself in that was, like... I always say representation matters for a reason. It does. You know? It does. And, um, you know, fake asses, fake lips, fake this, fake that. Like, I think that, like, I believe in body modification of any kind. If you want to pierce yourself, get a tattoo, get a this, get a this. Like, whatever whatever version, whatever you want your avatar to look like, that is completely to do with you. Um, but I do think there are, like, everything. Like, the pendulum swings in every way. Like... It is damaging to see things that you can't attain. You can't attain naturally. Uh, projective, like personified. Sorry, in the mainstream media, because like that's damaging as well. To like look up to people that there's no chance to, for you to look like that. And, and also, it's not real. Right. I was gonna say, and also they don't even look like no, that. No, they don't. Because. Anything you see on photos has 100% been modified. As a photographer, it's all fake. Yeah, not just, I was going to say, not just celebrities anymore. Like, us too. Like, everything that we put on social media, to the point where people post photos going hashtag no filter. Yeah. Like, to where that's, like, going against the grain To the point where sometimes I post things and I'm, like, don't recognize myself without a filter. Yeah, to the point where it's, like... I, it's not even about representing yourself, like, in who you are and, like, who, what you truly look like. Now it's, like, what is the best perception that the world's going to get of you? Yeah, very interesting. That's, I feel like this is, like, a whole, like, I feel like this is, we could talk about this forever in a weird way, but... Yeah, because it goes in all kinds of different angles for just, like... I was going to say angles, too. And we attach so much worth to beauty. You can be beautiful and have a horrible personality and you can pretty much get anything you want, you know? Yeah. Beauty is a privilege. Beauty, I would say, is the ultimate privilege. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter what color, blank, 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 blank uh, walk of life that you come from. If you are beautiful, you have privilege. You have power. It is the ultimate power is beauty. Yeah. And I've met some insanely beautiful people that don't like themselves and it's the saddest thing on earth but not my problem and that those are the days that I feel the most grateful for myself because you know I am stuck with myself and they're stuck with themselves and they don't like that person that they're with you know and I do yeah I think that's more powerful than you know looking like a unicorn like i always call them unicorns where they're so fucking rare they're so freaking beautiful and you're like why yeah yeah. why how how you know yeah yeah and 
at the end of the day, I know they don't like themselves. And I'm like, wait, you have the power. You're like, you have the... Yeah. Confidence is, like, very attractive to a lot of people because also if you're gorgeous and then you literally can't like you have so much anxiety that it's overwhelming you overpowering you and like yeah. your personality is solely based around like how you yeah, look beauty fades by the way beauty does fade like yeah and also like i don't know someone can be hot based you, off their personality yeah, to me you know can. what i mean like there's a little switch that goes off in my head where i'm like Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this person is attractive. Yeah. Um yeah, I just think it's fascinating. I also think like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like I honestly like I get bored when I see people who are like the same the standard face. of beauty. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, yeah, you're pretty, but like What's this? So where's the sauce? Bored. Where's the special I need sauce? a little bit of. I need yeah, a little like bit of like spice. a gorgeous girl with like a buck tooth or something, or like a gorgeous girl with like a little something, you know? Like or just like someone who's not afraid to be like just outwardly different and like whatever that means, like edgy. I typically like. I feel like I'm always intrigued by people who can just stand out confidently in like a a not normal way. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, but I feel like you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Um, but now that's the sauce. It's like everyone's trying so hard to be also like everyone's favorite sauce is different. Exactly. Like, so I don't know, but yeah, back to body positivity. Um, what are some ways that you like reinforce good behavior with your body? Like, do you speak nicely to yourself? Do you blame? Do you compliment yourself? What do you do? Um, I've been trying to work and on what my- about your partner as well? Let's talk about that as well. Yeah. I think that I've been working on having a better relationship with myself and ha- giving myself grace because I've been pretty hard on myself with my like aesthetic physique fitness wise, because I think fitness can definitely lead you down like a weird non body positive path. But, um, I've been giving myself a lot of grace recently to just not shame myself for not working out or not eating super clean or like not shaming myself for eating like too many cookies or something (laughs) you know what I mean like just not letting myself talk shit about myself yeah it's so relaxing it's really um it's really powerful to do I think that I I sometimes have the opposite problems that most people have about their body and their self like I think that I'm so sorry I have hair in my mouth I think that I indulge too much and will find myself sad because I haven't practiced discipline and I feel like sometimes my body positivity comes from when I like I'm sticking to a routine disciplining like choosing discipline instead of like luxury or what's easiest like I feel like gives me empowerment a lot of the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. A lot of people have problems with, like, they restrict themselves too much, and then they're like, okay, ease up. And I'm like, I need to reel it in. Right. To feel positive about things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense at all? It does. Yeah, and I feel like most women, because women, women, for the most part, are, like, more prone to, like, obsessive behaviors, like, OCD with their cleanliness, the way they feel about themselves, like everything. And I find myself kind of having opposite problem where it's like, okay, you need to stop. Like, you need to stop what? Like, I need to stop, like, uh, 
like eating Dairy Queen every single day and then having terrible acne and like gut issues and like feeling sad, mm-hmm. like genuinely health, like health wise feeling sad. And then knowing that like everything in moderation and like just reeling it back in and like, you know, go on a walk or what a law or whatever, like that TLC does more for me body positivity wise. Yeah. I totally agree with you because I think that there, there's not one right way to say like I'm body positivity because I don't call myself fat. Right. Like I think body positivity is attached to like, having a healthy relationship with food and like yeah. not being too hard, but not being too relaxed and like yeah. just everyone's doing the best they can with what you have because like literally everything's fucking poisonous. Like everything yeah. is so stressful to have to look through all the it's labels terrible. every day there, right when you think you found something that's going to be yeah. like a, a safe haven, it's like, guess what? There's fucking toxins in not. this. Yeah. Right. So it can just be stressful. I think I'm just learning to relax now because I've been so such a healthy what do they call the like crunchy person like a crunchy mom type of vibe where it's like you're just constantly reading every single fucking label no gluten no 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 canola oil no process this no process that right i'm trying to just not to say that i'm buying shitty shit but you just do your best i'm doing my best yeah and that's all I can do. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that helps with, like, body positivity and also just, like, trying to do right by what you want, like, your own style, how yeah. you're deciding to project yourself onto the world. I think I had the toughest time with my body, like, a couple years ago when I realized that, like, I can't just eat Dairy Queen every single day and sustain, like... Yeah. And I feel like then I had to kind of, like, refigure out, like, how I view myself and, like what I want myself to look like. And, like, five years ago, I got really super into, like, fitness and, like, CrossFit. Yeah. And I had this, like, Ninja Turtle body where I was just, like, shredded. And then it was, like, well, that's not really sustainable. I was going to the gym six days a week and, like, you know, eating meal prep, which is fine. But, like, that wasn't the best version of myself. And then I went to the little fluffy side, a little marshmallow fluff. And it's, like... I think that I've struggled the most in the last five years with my body, but when I say struggle, it's just been, like, a new understanding. Right. And not, like, you know, terrible, a a crisis or anything. Mm -hmm. I haven't hit, like, a rock bottom or something, you know? I just have moments. But I would say, like, six months ago or a year ago, I guess, like, right after the pandemic, um, I realized that, like, I didn't fit into any of my shorts from the summer before and I was like how does that how does that work like I don't understand like what has happened you know and um I feel like that's like really hard because like we have like I think we all freeze ourselves in like high school which is like you're still a kid bro you know, I know. like we freeze our teen like, bodies we s- freeze our stats like our bot our height our weight our this our that right and so like if we're not that then like we don't understand. We're like, why am I still not that? Right. So like I'm closer to 30 now and I'm like, my body should not be the size that I was at 18. Like that's not real. You know right. what I mean? Um, but I don't know. I, the way that I'm like positive towards myself is just like trusting. Yeah. I'm just trusting of who I am and like, have I moved my body? Have I nourished my body? Have I moved my body? Like, it's like getting an oil change or something. You know what I mean? Like, 
on your car, you know, it's like, I like doing skincare and shit like that because that's body positive in the sense that like I'm, I'm caring. You're nurturing for your body. Yeah, I'm like, you know, putting a little wax on the car. I'm like vacuuming it out. Like, I think there's different things we can do for ourselves to like reinforce like we care instead of like obsessively doing it because we can't not be this version of ourselves, right? Yes, I think you hit nail on the head and you touched on a lot of things that I personally feel about my own body. I feel the most empowered with my body, not through fitness or like moving or anything, but just like nourishing it with like healthy whole foods. And that sounds so cheesy, but it's really true. Like I'm a person who has taken years of her life to learn what is the best foods for my personal body. And like every day I eat fruit and vegetables every single day throughout the day. Fruit is probably the number one food I eat the most. And then even if it's like cucumber, I have a side of greens with every meal, like even snacks. Sometimes I'm like, I'm hungry, but I don't know what to eat. I'll slice up an entire cucumber, put some chili powder on it and like salt, pepper, and and I eat it. And like, I've just felt so much better about my body. I've seen the like changes that... And it's not for everyone. You have to figure out, like, what works for you because what works for me doesn't work for everyone else, you know? And just, like, I've committed to taking omegas this whole, like, for several months and, like, magnesium and, like, learning about minerals and, like, putting minerals in our our water and our food every single day and, like, sticking to those things has been so life-changing for me. And really it's, like, one thing at a time. But I just think that, like, it's the same thing as, like, The pride you put into your house, the pride you put into your yard, the pride you put into your relationships, the pride you put... Like, you should be doing that to your vessel, to your body. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's ultimately what body positivity is. It's like saying that, like, my... Who I am and my body is worth the The money, the effort, the this that it takes. Exactly. And, um... And it's... Yeah. I was just going to say, like, maybe we can, like, talk... Touch on, like... People that are struggling, because I have good, good friends that struggle so hard with this, like, yeah. to, where it's, like, not been as hard for us. I'm not, I'm not going to say us. I'm going to say for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what are things, that, what are some tools that we can give them, you know? Like, what are some, like... I think that something that has helped me in my journey with my own body is just to... I always needed a focus and I think that focus was like figuring out the hard way that balance really is key and the secret sauce of life. It's like I am not going to limit myself from enjoying certain foods, not demonizing things, right? Like I worked in the health food industry and saw every single type of person in their relationship with food. And I tried the ketos. I tried, I've done intermittent fasting. I've done like, you name it, I've tried it. And I think like nothing has worked as well as just relinquishing the control of like, I need my body to look a certain way and realize that the body's not meant to look any way. Yeah. It's meant to be challenged physically, whether that's running, push-ups, lifting, movement. Yeah. And a variety diet. Yeah. That's been my general, like, rule of thumb with my own body. And I feel like it it gives me that freedom because I've I've been so rigid before that... 
you start demonizing food and then you get go into binge eating or you're yeah. like, I just want that brownie. I yeah. just want that. like, that's all you start obsessing about. And then you feel shame. Right. Yeah. So I think like, but that's just me. Like I know some people need so much structure, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and I think that if I, one thing about me is <laughs> if there's a snack, I'm going to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a sweet, I'm going to take a bite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then later on, drink more water get my like one day's not gonna kill you over yeah, yeah. it's all about like balance and that's really all i have to say like eat vegetables eat proteins eat whatever and then um try to steer away from like emotional eating um i absolutely am an emotional eater yeah through and through yeah um why do you say that like explain um, I just truly am like if I have like this is another podcast, but like I am a I'm the same as you in the sense that like I care so much about health and nutrition and um supplements and the science of food and like and the I I know I know so I've spent so much time with it and, and uh, in the same breath if I'm having a hard time and I know, or a great time emotionally, either one, yeah. I'm turning to foods that are giving me an emotional reaction over a nutritional reaction every mm. time, every time, you know, like, Oh, you want to go have some fun? Let's go get some cake. Right. Let's go get some Starbucks. Let's go get some blank. Let's go get some, uh, chicken fried chicken. You know what I mean? When it's like, I know what the benefits or the, you know, the, 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 what is it? Negatives of eating that or putting that in my body is. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you is like, there comes a point where your body, does it come to a point where you just don't want that? No, what it is, is like, it's, it, I could describe it as a phenomenon of like, you go into like a coma like state. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I like will wake up like after I've eaten bullshit and then like, <gasps> why did I eat that? Right. But like I was like almost out of control while doing so. Sure. I mean, I think we, all, I think those moments are natural. Yeah. But like certain people have it more right, right, worse right, than right, others. Right, right, and right. like I, like I definitely have a vice and an issue with food Um, and it's, I'm a thousand percent emotionally tied to food and my biological sister also does. And ours, I really believe ours is like deeply rooted in like the, 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 our experiences as tiny children. Yeah. And it's like followed us through our lives. But what I wanted to say is tools that you can use to feel good about yourself when you are not. This is what I have always suggested to my girlfriends um, it works. It's hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. What the, you start by looking at yourself in the mirror and audibly saying things that you physically and mentally like about yourself. Yeah. Out loud. And so it's like, I, I like my hair today. Yeah. I like my body. I like who I am. I like that. I'm helpful. I am a creative I am powerful. I am strong. I am whatever it is. And 
you you are biohacking yourself. Your brain is listening to what you're saying and taking it as truth. So if you are always flooding your brain with negative thoughts or negative feelings towards yourself, this is a very good tool to rewire those connections in your brain and physically and mentally like help you like yourself more. Yeah, so. I agree with you. I also am a huge advocate for discipline gives you freedom because discipline builds self-respect. Discipline builds a strength that you are not even aware of. Definitely. You might be starting off with discipline about one thing. And once you've really committed to the discipline it takes to go on that journey, by the end of it, you've gained so much more than what you initially sought after. I think that's why, like, I had such an amazing transformation when I was uh, doing CrossFit and people that like do CrossFit talk about doing, that's a joke or whatever, but, um, it's because I learned things about what I could endure. I learned things about like, I felt like I gained a completely new understanding of who I was as a person through like physically transforming, transforming and working hard. Also, I realized that by physically moving my body, I gained like a different type of confidence about myself. Like Definitely. I wasn't seeking validation through men or my peers as much as I was seeing it in myself in real time and not really giving a shit right. if you saw it or not. Yeah. And I because feel like you that, that was that like thing for yourself. so eye opening. Yeah. One of the best lessons I ever received from fitness was just the realization the light bulb going off of like oh shit this is a mental game before it's a physical game and like I think early on I had to swallow the pill of like this isn't life in general isn't about the quick fix this is long-term goals I'm such a long-term goal-oriented person that at this point if something good comes too quick I'm like What's the catch here? Yeah. Like, I think I'm a slow nothing burn. Wor- nothing w- worth anything in life like comes, comes easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, that's always been the key of true strength in a person. Like, yeah. a person who has, like, real patience and real discipline. And they may not see any changes right away, but you just have to trust the process. And I think, like, through working at the health food shop, I realized, too, like... When I was being hard on myself, it felt so much more apparent because all I dealt with was with food and people wanting to lose weight. And I just started disassociating my health with weight loss. And for some people, that's the first step is like, in order for me to get healthier, I have to lose weight. But for a lot of us, it we only attach weight to beauty. Right. And so like, I don't really correlate that. I don't weigh myself at all. Like when I go work out, if anything, the strongest I've been was the heaviest I've ever been. The most like, like the most ripped I think I've ever looked. That was like, I was almost 260. And I was like, that's not to say that I think that's heavy. I was almost there. But I was working out like every yeah, single yeah. day. 160. Yeah, sorry, 160. 260 is like yeah, yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good with numbers. It's okay. Um, not to say 160 is heavy or no. anything. Like, I don't think, like. It doesn't matter. It I doesn't matter. Be more 260. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't step on the scale. I don't correlate, like, weight with health at all. Yeah, so I think it's like, that's another thing is like, 
try to break the chains of like weight is beauty and beauty is weight because those those don't actually they have, don't correlate not, at yeah, all they're not synonymous like they're not like yeah it's it, and also like i think that i don't really judge myself physically as much as like healthily like my beauty standard for myself is like how healthy how how have I been taking care of my body and then when I think of beauty I'm like fashion and style you know (laughs) what I mean like because an outfit can make a babe you know what I'm saying dude I've always been jealous of like girls that can dress themselves like oh my gosh like if you know how to manipulate fabrics colors patterns textures textures and like make them just absolutely dance on your body yeah oh my gosh i know i have a weakness for fashionable folks yeah me too if you're a fashionable folk mm. um Also, that's another thing about body positivity, like... It's not one thing. Yeah, like, I feel like, too, like, knowing how to dress your body and, like, giving that relationship with yourself on, like, how to dress your body, like, I think that's another thing that can be, like, really helpful. Because, like, the one shirt on you doesn't look like it does on myself, you know? It's like, clothes can make you feel, like different types of ways if that makes sense it does make sense and also i've realized how much i've limited myself when it comes to fashion like me and peyton will go out shopping and she's like you should try this on and i'm like ew i would not wear that and then i wear it and it's banging yeah and i'm like how did what Sometimes we can't see yeah know? like i do not see certain things for myself and i wish i was a little bit more adventurous with my fashion it's hard because times. it's like if you don't have an abundance of like money it can be really hard to take take risks because you just want to add to like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. you're like that sure gonna go with others. Right. You're like I know these are gonna look good on me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or sometimes yeah. I'll pick something up and I'm like I know this is gonna look good on me and I'm like girl it ain't even gonna make it past the knees. <laughs> <laughs> Legs too thick. That's so funny. But yeah, I mean, there's a hundred different ways to be body positive and like what makes someone feel beautiful. I do not feel beautiful with like bright red lipstick or something. Oh God, I no! Feel like a clown. I always or, feel like it makes my teeth look brown. I always try to like do a face full of makeup, like the YouTube girls. Then I'm like, I hate myself. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I I just prefer to rock the natural, in my opinion. Um. Right, but that's what makes you feel pretty, you know? Like Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, we'd like to hear from you. So, like, tell us what makes you feel... Yeah, I want to know what makes... Pretty or body positive. people feel like, beautiful. Yeah, exactly. What are, what's the time you feel the most beautiful? Maybe when I'm dancing. I'm just kidding. What? What is that from? That's from the TikTok. <laughs> I <laughs> thought you were going to say maybe when I'm dead. I was going to be like, well, no. this took a horrible turn. Uh, I feel the most beautiful when... Um, let me really think about this. When I, when, I want, when I'm dressing myself up to be beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like... Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel the most beautiful when I have... <laughs> The right spray tan. My lashes are done. Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know what? Actually, scratch that. I feel the most beautiful in summertime. Mm. Because okay. I have vitamin D on my side. Yeah. Got a light tan. I'm, all I'm eating is watermelon, so I'm juicy. <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. I'm, I'm hydrated. Refreshed. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm in the sunshine. My hair is down, like... I'm in the water, which is my element. I'm a Pisces. Oh my god, my birthday's on Saturday. Happy birthday to you. Um, 
But I think I absolutely feel the most beautiful in the summertime. What I like you? that. Um, okay, this is dumb. I feel the most beautiful on Halloween. That's not a joke. That is not a joke. That's the most honest I've ever been. <laughs> when Thank you. Also, uh... When uh, when I had short hair, I always felt beautiful. I don't know. When I cut my hair off, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to look like. This is me. Like, I felt like my vibe, my aesthetic, like yeah. everything clicked. And it just felt like, yes. And I have not felt that with my long hair. I know everyone loves it. I have days where I'm like, oh, my hair is good. Like, I like so this. So you going to chop it like it's hot again? Probably. Eventually. Um, I think you should. Yeah, I mean, it's going to change over time. Like, I'll probably yeah. keep, like, chopping it, letting it grow, chopping it, letting yeah, it grow. Yeah, I love that. Um, I also, have hair phobia. I have hair problems because my mom fucked my hair up when I was a kid. So oh, no. I, so I, like, have a hard... I can't go short because I just have, tr- like, actual trauma. I feel very sensitive about, like, the opinions of others when I cut my hair for some reason. I'm always like, people are going to doubt my femininity. Yeah. But, like, I am such a You're, yin and yang. Like, oh. I have very strong masculine vibes but also very feminine you have extremely but like you really are both like but i just get scared that someone's gonna try to like push me into one and feel uncomfortable yeah, with me like, in both yeah 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 but i just think that like you're one of those people you're like jada pinkett smith you know like i love she her can, she can like shave her head bald and be the most beautiful woman in a room yeah yeah where if i do that i was like adam sandler egghead <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, Where it's like, I'm not going to do... It's like... I've never felt more free with like no hair on my neck. No hair on my neck. It was like... Yeah. The breeze on my ears. Yeah. You know like, what I, mean? I I think that, like, also you were met with open arms and positive reinforcement. Yeah, I know. I have, like, false anxiety. You do. <laughs> it's it so fucked well, up. We all do, you know? Yeah, but, um, so anyway, yeah, Halloween neck tattoos, I also feel great. Yeah. What you showed me on your bachelorette, y'all yeah. forced me to have I a loved neck it. tattoo. It was beautiful. Because you have a good jaw. So, yeah, Halloween and short hair. You know two, what? Two looks I can't have right summertime. now. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, anyways. Well, cool. Well, do you have one bucket list item? We said we were going to talk about okay, bucket list what's item. One bucket list item. Okay. I've actually, like, been knocking out some of my bucket lists. I love that. Like, be a business owner. I'm, like, officially a business owner with You're, my LLC. Hey, tell them what that LLC is. Hey, the Daily <laughs> Media Company. Um, but, okay, something on my bucket list. I want to say, like, should we say, like, a travel place or something? I don't know. Whatever's on your bucket list. Uh, I think go to Italy. Nice. Because, like, I'm Italian. Yeah. And so it's, like, would be cool to feel, like, the ancestral roots. Totally. within. I feel like that as well. Like, you got to go somewhere like that? Like, yeah, I think half like, of my yeah. genetics is coming from, like the um i don't know some random mediterranean island somewhere like greece i always feel connected to greece i can't remember exactly what my my little like island is where like my ancestors are from but like i always said i wanted to go there too um so that's one of your bucket list items is to like yeah i'll tell you something that's not on my bucket list uh skydiving is not never take me skydiving I swear, I will fight the instructor. Yeah. I won't even go in the gates. I'm not finna go down like that. I literally... 
will never go skydiving. Also, don't take me to swim with dolphins or sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not on my not on my bucket list. Not interested. Um, I feel like I want to do like a flip. I want to be able to like do That's a flip. That's your bucket flip. list item. Um, like a hands ring. Yeah. Like you told me. Yeah. Um, I would I say like I want to go to Machu Picchu or something. I think I went there. No, you didn't. You went to Peru. Oh, sorry. In Mexico. Wait, is... I think Machu Picchu is in Peru. Sorry. Um, walk on hot coals? No. No, thanks. Bathe an elephant? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really have, like, that type of dream. I think my bucket list item is to get, like, a vacation house for, like, my family. Or, like, I always joke about one of us getting a yacht or, like me and your yacht and my yacht next to each other out in like the fucking persian islands or something yeah if that's even a real place yeah i feel like that's like not a bucket list thing or i guess like get a yacht could be like a bucket list. i don't really want a yacht i just want yeah. the money to be able to get a yacht if i wanted a yeah. yacht yeah i'm having a hard time i feel like i gotta like revisit this because like we should i feel like i should be prepared to like yeah see what i want um this is bad news bears. This is like, I'm not. Able I think to- my bucket list is just to like really be a well versed traveler. Like, I want to go to certain you places. You want to say you've been there and you saw it. Yeah, you I want to experience it. different cultures and just like learn the lessons that life has to offer. You want to pull your tarot card for the episode? Sure. Okay. What's the vibe? Uh, I think it's just body positivity and bucket list. One of my bucket list items is going to that, um, what's that? What's that festival in the desert? Oh, yeah. Burning Man. Yeah. That's been... I kind of want to do Coachella or Burning Man. I know they sound, like, stupid, but... I just feel like... I just want to go at least once. I'm too old to go to those now. Isn't that I know. Funny? Yeah, it's kind like, of why weird. Would I feel, why do I feel like that? I've also read enough articles of how, like, annoying going to Coachella is, so... Is it? Yeah. Why? Like, everything's super expensive, and it's not actually fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unless you're, like, a celebrity, it's probably not fun. Just- Here's the vibe. Go to Coachella one day, stay at an Airbnb. I don't want to camp. Okay. And eat wherever the fuck I want and not on the festival grounds. Yeah. What is it? The sun. Upside oh God, down. that's the one I picked uh, at the store. Is that? It was upside down? Yeah. Ooh. So, you pick yours, and I'm going to pull this okay. up while... Pulling this one. Seven of Cups. Looks pretty good. That does look good. <laughs> it's like doom, torture. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. The sun reversed. The sun reversed is calling to your inner child to come out and play. As adults, we get so lost in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Sorry, I got a pop up. So sorry. One second, one second, one second, one second. <laughs> Um, as adults, we get so lost in the hustle and bustle of everyday life that we forget how to have fun, but spend just a few minutes watching a kid play and you realize how wonderful and carefree life can be when you learn to let go of your worries and concerns. That's a sweet reminder. Can you do uh, a seven seven of of cups? cups? I feel like, I feel like, no, we haven't pulled that. We have not. Okay. One minute. One minute for the minute. Okay, the seven of cups. Cups. 
And it was upright, correct? Yes. It says, all right, boys and girls, the Seven of Cups is a card of new opportunities, choices, and at times, illusion. Mm. With the Seven of Cups appears in a tarot reading, you have many options when the... Okay, you get what I'm trying to say. You have many options and opportunities from which you can choose, but be careful. You are prone to illusion and unrealistic ideas. No! That's not true. Oh, no. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Did we get any questions? I looked and it looked Probably like- not. Everyone hates us now. No, they don't. They love us? Nobody said anything. Oh, man. Oh, Everyone's yeah. got life figured out. They don't need us. They don't need us. They've, they've not needed us. Well, send in what things you are working on and you need advice on because we would love to give you good advice and bad advice. And tune in next week when we actually talk about things on our bucket list. That'll be our homework. Yeah, we can we can think about, about it. <laughs> so much for listening to the Haley on the daily podcast and as always click it stick it pop it do it just subscribe next week we'll be talking about all things on our bucket list and maybe some other things so you've got to tune in and you've got to listen to it thank you so much for listening everything you possibly would need to know about this podcast will be listed in the description below we can't wait to see you guys next week ta-ta for now